Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Loretta McNary Show. Well, living in perilous times, 
love that song, everybody. I hope that got you up and moving. Isn't that a great workout song? I love that energy. But now, as I said before, we have the fabulous Michelle Seller-Tucker. If you're wanting to start a business, and she taught us this the last time she was there, why not purchase an existing business? So everybody, welcome Michelle to the show again. Hello there, Miss Michelle. Loretta, how are you? I am awesome and improving. How about you? I'm great. Fantastic. Can you hear me okay? Because I can pick up direct if it's better. No, I can hear you perfectly, actually. Okay, good, good. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me back on. Definitely, and I've already um, did your bio, your intro, so everybody is so excited about you being here again, and I was telling them about, you know, get ready to tell them about the book, How to Sell Your Business for More Than It's Worth, and so we're excited that you're here to teach us and to share some of the things you've been doing, because I've been keeping up with you, girl, on Facebook. You are a busy woman. (laughs) And so are you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to see where we can start, because I know a person, and they weren't able to call in, but they were asking me to ask you. They are currently purchasing an existing restaurant that went out of business because of some I guess mismanagement, I'll say that. It wasn't an intentional mismanagement, but they had to close the business. So this person wants, is trying to purchase it, so they want to know what should they look for, you know, any red flags to look for. Well, I never recommend purchasing a business that closed down unless it's a really, really, really good location and you know exactly why the business closed down and you have direct experience in that particular industry. Otherwise, I would absolutely not recommend a business that's been closed down. So I strongly encourage everybody to look for a business that's been in business for at least five years with strong cash flow, employees in place, healthy customer base, uh, multiple revenue streams, et cetera. Okay, okay. Well, the caveat to this, I guess, after you said that, and that makes a lot of sense. It had been closed for, you know, the guy who is co-buying it, he was the manager. He he basically ran it, but he, it was a family-owned business, so, of course, he couldn't own it. So now they're trying to buy it. And the location is great because I know exactly where it is. It is located here in Memphis. So, well, that's good advice. I'm, I'm glad we, we got that out of the way. Yeah, there's so many great restaurants with a, a, prov- with a, a great cash flow, with proven history, uh, existing clientele, employees, etc. When you go into a restaurant that closed down, you're going to have a hard time getting those customers back in the door. And you have no idea what happened before and how many customers they upset, etc., and what went on behind closed doors. So I, I just wouldn't recommend it. I think it's going to take too much money and too much work. Okay. But you do highly recommend um, purchasing existing businesses as opposed to starting a new one. Is that what I Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. However, I am speaking in front of a group of young entrepreneurs, I think from the ages of 8 uh, up till 16, who have already started businesses. But for us <laughs> adults who don't have as much energy <laughs> and have more to lose, I strongly encourage everybody to buy an existing business because there's over 5 million businesses for sale as we speak with great cash flow, great employees, a proven system, track record, customers, etc. You know, it's, it's too hard to start from scratch, and unfortunately, 90, 95% of all new businesses will fail in the first five years, whereas if you buy an existing business, 
chances are that business, as long as you're running it, um, as the current owner did, will continue to survive and thrive. That is so awesome. And uh, I I wish I could have been there when you were talking to the the young people because when I tell students that, they're like, Ms. Loretta, you don't know anybody that's my age that owns a business. I'm like, you know what, I don't know them personally, but I have read their stories 100,000 times online. They're not just one. They're all over the world. So we are basically, to me, behind the eight ball when it comes to young entrepreneurs. When I say young, I'm meaning, you know, preteen to teen um, entrepreneurs. Right, and you can actually we're speaking today because this is the Give Back NOLA Day in New Orleans, Louisiana, and it's on Havila Malone's show, which will be broadcasted, and I can probably get you a copy of that. Yes. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> I have and I, I've been seeing your picture um your pictures of your beautiful daughter. She is so gorgeous. So I have my grandson here with me, and he's calling Gigi. <laughs> They're trying to keep him out of the studio so that he wouldn't be heard. But so if you hear anybody, that's um, Kylan, and Kylan would definitely be an eight-year entrepreneur if not before that. So <laughs> well, getting back to um, so when you, when we start our young people out, are we trying to steer them in the direction we want them to go in, Michelle, or what, should we just let them be creative, like you know, decide themselves? Well, I think you have to have a combination of both. I mean, it's our job as parents to educate our children, not just in academics, but in money, in entrepreneurship, you know, how businesses run, et cetera. It's our job as parents to do that. And my three-year-old, I'm already teaching her about business. I don't think they're ever too young. And, you know, she decides she wants to be, because right now I think she wants to be a gymnast. (laughs) So if she decides she wants to be, you know, a a gymnast, that's fine. But she still needs to understand business and entrepreneurship and always um, have, you know, something to fall back on. So I strongly encourage all parents to educate their children in finance and business and also allow them to be themselves and identify what it is that they're wanting to do as well. Mm, okay, that's good. Maybe we should do a show on um, young entrepreneurs when it comes to being, you know, like a preteen or a teen. I think we could find something you and I can do it together I'll just kind of moderate while you train them or, you know, not train, but give them some ideas and some techniques so that, because I'm like you, I don't care if you're two years old, we're going to have that conversation, you know, about owning your own business. You don't have to start now, but I just want you to know there's a a big option. Well, my daughter reads, when I say reads, she looks like she's reading, uh, my book, Sell Your Business for More Than It's Worth, because it is her publishing company. (laughs) And there are pictures of her in the book, so... You know, we are, like I said, we are teaching her um, about money and and how to spend money. And when we go to the store, she can't just have a toy. She's got to be able to pay for that toy out of her money that she's earned for her allowance (laughs) at the age of three. I don't think I've ever met another person that told me something like that because people think I'm crazy. They think I'm crazy when I say I do. I've done that stuff with my sons because when I started my first business, I had them and I had to do a business plan. Well, guess what? They were all lined down, you know, lined around the table doing business plans. Yep. Now were they? And I and it funding? should no. No, go ahead. But go ahead. Through, You're right. But they went through the process. Yeah. 
And, and it should be that way because I, I believe that that this generation, what's the name of this um, newest generation? It's not Generation I don't know, X. X, Y, Z, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but but this generation is full of a never enough nation, and they believe in give me, give me, give me, and they yeah. just have entitlement. this. It's entitlement. Yeah, it's a sense of entitlement, and they just have this lazy mentality, and I don't want my daughter to grow up with that, and Thank I you. want her to know that you know money just doesn't grow on trees, and, and you have to work for what you get. And you you can't just have everything that you want. Um, so I believe you, you start when they're little. I mean, you start when they're born, as silly as that sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. I definitely agree with that wholeheartedly. Well, let's talk about, you know, um, they're saying that women, who has more women business? Are there more women-owned businesses or male-owned businesses? I believe, you know, I, I just did, I ran these statistics about six to eight months ago when I was speaking at a women's conference with Kathy Ireland, and I think there's still more men businesses. However, women businesses are growing at an all-time record, and women are, it's, it's believed that women are going to surpass men by the year, I, I think it was 2016. Wow. So we're opening up more businesses now per year than men are, uh, but is still dominated by men. But at this point, I believe it's going to be surpassed by women. Mm. And you have a lot of stay-at-home moms now that are opening businesses, um, home-based businesses, et cetera, because, you know, they want to get back into uh, career mode, but they still want to have quality time, stay at home, be a mom, uh, but still be able to generate income and support the family as well. So you're going to have more women start businesses than ever. You are. More more women are starting businesses than ever before, and which is very exciting. It is. It is. Because somebody has to replace the baby boomers, because isn't it almost time for them to come out of corporate America? So how do we also keep corporate America alive and well and at the same time have, you know, successful women-owned businesses? Well, you know, baby boomers are exiting. I mean, the number one reason that business owners sell their business is retirement. However, there's a lot of baby boomers that are not really happy with retirement and are coming to me to buy businesses. (laughs) (laughs) So we have have a lot of women coming to me to buy business, but a lot of retirees coming to buy businesses. So retirement's not... All it's cracked up to be, I'll, I'll quote Donald Trump. Donald Trump says to retire is to expire. So Ooh, yeah. we That's have a, a lot of, absolutely. So we have a lot of baby boomers. Um, we have a lot of baby boomers actually selling and then coming back and buying businesses and or leaving corporate America and buying businesses. Uh, but we have women, too. So, listen, I don't, you know, people say we always have more buyers than we have sellers. I don't necessarily know if that's true. We have really good, good, good quality sellers. We don't always have good quality buyers. Mm. So let's talk about what you're doing now. What, what is that you work on? Then I want to go back to the buying and selling. You know, give some tips. What should you look for when you're play, when you're looking at purchasing an existing business? Um, you know, so what is I mean, you said the red flag was that they've been out a while. And they probably lost customers. They lost employees. You don't know why. You know what's attached to that business name or anything like that. So, since I've been seeing you doing a lot of award shows and you're out there hanging out with, you know, 
the who's who in so many different industries. I just don't know. I'm like, what is Michelle doing now? <laughs> you know, it's funny because I talked to I talked to a private equity buyer. I deal with a lot of we call them pegs, which are private equity buyers. Yesterday, and he said, you know, Michelle, I think he was like in his late fifties, early sixties. He said. My son Googled you. I told my son to go Google you because he's looking at buying a $16 million business from me, an oil field business. Um, and he said, I told my son to go Google you. And my son came back and said, Michelle's a celebrity of business broker. She's a business broker celebrity. <laughs> and he says, and then she told me about your book, and I became a little cautious that I don't want to overpay. <laughs> so I had to explain to him that he will not overpay. But I said, how old is your son? He said, 24. And he goes, yeah, he said, Michelle's a celebrity business broker. He goes, there's no such thing as a celebrity business broker. And his son goes, well, look, Dad, look look at everybody she hangs out with. Exactly. So, you know, it's all about branding. You know, to me, I've been doing this, I've been in this industry for a very, very long time, Loretta. And unfortunately, I have done a lot of great things for my clients, meaning that I've sold my client's business for ultimate value so that they could retire if that's what they chose to do and afford the lifestyle they've always dreamed of. And then I've also assisted buyers in buying the American dream, creating financial freedom, attaining a better quality of life. But because of what I do, it's so confidential. Buyers don't want uh, the word to get out that the seller's no longer there. Sellers don't want the word to get out that they're selling their business, so it's very confidential. So uh-huh. that's uh-huh. why I wrote the book, Sell Your Business for More Than It's Worth, for visibility. And then it just really opened the doors to speaking with all these different celebrities that I've been fortunate enough to speak on stage with, like Kathy Ireland and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Eric Trump and Mayor Giuliani, you know, just to name a few. Uh, but it has been exciting. And we're getting ready to work on our next book, which is going to be Quit Your Job, Buy a Business. <laughs> oh, I love that. How apropos, because that's what happens. That's what happens. And if people are so afraid to do it, I know I can name five people that have spent a lot of time, you know, I, I don't want to say wasting my time, but a lot of time with me making excuses why they can't leave corporate America right now to start this business, but they also know this is so a part of who they are, that that's all they think about, that's all they talk about, they can't wait. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Why would you wait? Why can't you do both until you can just do, you know, what you really want to do? Well, the reason they're not, the, the reason why they're wasting their time and not taking the leap of faith and and just doing it, as Nike says, just do it, the reason for that is because their why is not greater than all the negative negativity and the negative voices that they hear. Because, you know, everybody's tripping in their air going, why would you leave corporate America? Why would you leave job security? Why would you leave your great salary and your great benefits? And, you know, they hear all this negative, negative, negative. The why has to be so strong and so powerful that it drowns out all those negative voices and it's stronger than any objections um, or any fear that you're going to endure while you're going through this process. So their why is not big enough. Ooh, that was deep, girl. We could actually say goodbye to everybody because they're right there, what you just said. Wow. That said it all. (laughs) I mean, I can give you a quick example if you have Mm -hmm. time. I can give you a quick little story. you have time, yeah. I have a a lady who is – Approaching 60, she might be 60. I don't ask my clients their age because that's inappropriate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But she's been in banking for over 30 years. And 
<clears throat> being in banking for over 30 years, regional sales manager, she was only making about $130,000 a year. Now, $130,000 a year is a lot of money to a lot of people, but it's not mm-hmm. a lot of money after 30 years of commitment. Mm-mm. It's not. And her husband was dying from Agent Orange, which is a disease contracted in the military, and mm-hmm. he has outlived what every single doctor has said, thank goodness, uh, but when he does pass, she's going to lose that income, the benefits, etc. And she said, Michelle, I won't be able to afford the lifestyle that we've created when I lose his income and our benefits on my salary. Plus, I have two daughters that I have absolutely nothing to leave behind. So her why was, number one, support myself when I lose my husband, and leave a legacy behind for my daughters. She was approaching retirement. Everybody was telling her she was crazy, she's stupid, she shouldn't, be, she shouldn't leave, she should wait till she uh, retires to do this, etc. But her why was so great and so powerful and so strong that it motivated her to move forward and stick to her, her dream of entrepreneurship and passing legacy down to her daughter. She only had about $350,000 in her 401K. I was able to help her pull out the $350,000, take $50,000 for working capital, $300,000 to buy a multimillion-dollar business where she only had to put down $300,000. The sellers financed the difference, and this business transaction included real estate. In her first year, she's going to make over $350,000 a year. She will make more money than she's ever made before. Wow. So that's what now I can do for my buyers. Be. Exactly. And But if her why wasn't strong enough, she would have never, never, never um, fulfilled her dreams and desires and goals of entrepreneurship. She would have listened to all the negative voices. You have to surround yeah. yourself with positive people, and you have to surround yourself with people that you want to be like. You know, you're, I always say your net worth equals your network. Whoever your network is, whoever you network with, and whoever you surround yourself with equals your net worth. Mm-hmm. Do you so surround yourself the- with Donald Trumps and Eric Trumps? I guarantee your net worth will grow. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you will not be in their circle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because they got to have some value. On, they have to have a return on the investment of time like anybody else. So, uh, yeah. And that's what it's about, because people will tell you, um, you know, watch your circle of friends. Who are the five people that you hang out with? Absolutely. So that, and, you know, like you know. I'm going to quote Dr. Nito Cobain, uh, president of High Point University, came to this country. I love it when people, Americans, say, oh, well, you know, there's no opportunity and and the government is killing entrepreneurship, and I just love all the negative, uh, negative naysayers because I look at Dr. Nino Cobain, who came to the U.S. as a teenager, cannot speak any English, taught himself English by learning ten words a day on index cards. He is now the president of High Point University. He sits on the board of directors for Lazy Boy. Um, and I can't remember the name of the bread company, but a really large bread company and a bank and dots and has his own plane worth a tremendous amount of money. You know, he always wow. says negative in and you would assume negative out. But he says no, negative in, 
Now you have to give birth to triplets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Negative in, negative season, and gives birth to triplets. That's his famous quote. And, uh, you know, I also encourage parents to send their children to High Point University because it is a true entrepreneur school. They actually teach you how to start businesses, and they have workshops of where you actually start a business and they vote on the best business. So it it is a true entrepreneur school. That's where I'm sending my daughter. She has no choice. (laughs) Are you there? Hello? That is so awesome. I love that. I'm still stuck on that negative end, and then they have children. They have triplets. <laughs> yeah, negative gives, negativity gives birth to triplets. <laughs> so it's not negativity in, negativity out. It's negativity in, negativity stays in, and gives birth to triplets. Funny. So, how can um, they? Because uh, you got the, you still selling the books, um, selling your business for more than it's worth. You working on a new book? I gotta get a copy of that new book. I gotta get a copy. When will that be available? Uh, that will be available. When Michelle is done writing it. <laughs> I'm refer to myself in the third party. <laughs> I know. So we'll we help it by the end of that. the year. My my goal is the end of the year. Okay. Are you still coming to Memphis this this month? Am I what? Are you coming to Memphis in May? Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be May or June, but I definitely plan on coming. Okay. Okay, good, because I want to tell people, definitely let me know so I can um, promote it and get you some media um, when you're going to be okay. here. Of course, it's my show. But awesome, awesome, because I just believe in you so much. I, I I can't remember how we met, but you've done my show maybe three times now, and I've been trying to convince you to be like a regular guest. <laughs> <So you've been laughs> I'll be happy to be a regular guest. Um, I'll be happy to be a regular guest, and if you can send your viewers to Michelle Tucker International, that's where they can get the book. Yes, that's what I was going to ask you. How can they get the book? How can they connect with you? We have like a couple of minutes in the show. Michelle so Tucker. Michelle Tucker International dot com and BetterBusinessBrokers dot com. They can also purchase the book "Sell Your Business for More Than It's Worth" on Amazon. That is a sweet deal. Great deal. So any last thing you want to tell us, where, what you're doing, where we can find you? We just told you about Facebook. We told you about um, Michelle Tucker, SellerTuckerInternational.com, because you're going to want to get this book. I'm telling you, it's not a, going to be a quick read. It's not a romance novel or anything like that. You've got to spend some time digesting what she's saying, because she has really poured in, I don't know how many years of experience and expertise into this book. Uh, for a nominal fee to me compared to what you get. So please get it. Sell your business for more than it's worth by my good friend, Michelle Seller Tucker. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Thank you, Loretta. And you're right. It's not a romance novel. In my opinion, romance is highly overrated. Entrepreneurship is where it's at. <laughs> there you go. It is sexy and in the new hot. I promise you. <laughs> and the American dream, in my opinion, is still alive and well. Stop listening to all the naysayers and focus on your dream. And just keep in mind, I always tell my clients to design your end game. What is your end game? If your end game is to sell your business for $5 million, reverse engineer it but you have to determine what your why is. Your why has to be more powerful than your than than anything else and that will help you 
to stay motivated and to obtain your goals, desires, and dreams. There you go. There you go. So we definitely have to come have you back because I just came up with about three more questions myself when I was looking at my um, inbox on Facebook, but they're too late. The show ends at 11.30. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send them to her. But, Michelle, you're always so brilliant when you come on, and we learn so much. Like today, you know, be careful when you're buying an existing business that has closed because it's no longer existing, really, because it's closed. So we have to take that, you know, be mindful of that. But thank you, everybody. I will get her back on. I promise you she'll be back on this year, if not, you know, in the next couple of months. or We'll see what her schedule looks like because I, I love what she's doing. And I want everybody to be a part-time entrepreneur, a full-time, as needed, but you need to become an entrepreneur and she can tell you how to be successful at because you don't want to do it if you're not making any money. All right, Michelle, thank you so much, darling, for your time, and we will talk to you soon. Everybody thank you, Loretta. My pleasure. Listening. Yes. Thank, thank you. My pleasure. To Loretta McNary Live. We appreciate you so much as always. Think positive, dream big dreams, and we will talk to you very, very soon, everybody. Goodbye, bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.